huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. Hell really exists and it does. I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn, and we are here traveling to Valley of Fire to do a little expedition. It'll be fun. But in the meantime, we are traveling here, and we're going to have a little conversation. About what? We don't know. We're just going to go with the flow and see what. We have four people in the car. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Patricia. I'm Kita. I'm Angel. Ah, all right. As you all know, I already said my name is Chris. So, we live in this world that seems to be going out of control. And times are getting desperate for some people. Other people think the world is just, you know, going along as, as it always has. And um, you see a lot of things going on with North Korea. You see things going on with uh, the weather things going on in everyday life that, you know, everybody goes through, you know, ups and downs, trials, tribulations. But the times that we're living in are totally different than it was even 10 years ago. You know, we see things happening that we, we couldn't even fathom happening before. We see Russia planting a stake in the Middle East. We see uh, a lot of nations coming against Israel, like the Bible said, even though we're not totally there yet. Life in general, we're, we're getting bombarded with all sorts of occult um, influences, and the spiritual warfare is high, especially here in America. I mean, it's everywhere, but we're seeing a, a huge rise of it in America. We see witches praying against Trump. We see uh, these superhero shows promoting all sorts of things. Not just superhero shows, everywhere. The, the sodomite agenda is live and well. I totally agree with you. Um, things are getting. I want to go back to the weather for one. It's in December, and it is like what is it, like seventy degrees, sixty degrees? Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The climate. Well, they, they talk about climate change. Well, the climate always changes. The Earth goes through uh, these cycles of hot and cycles of cold and it's, it's not something that you can label as global warming. Some people are going to call it, call it global cooling, you know. Right. But it's natural. But at the same time, we also see that the signs that Jesus Christ talked about 
as far as uh, the seas roaring, the waves and everything, the earthquakes, um, these are signs of the, the end before his coming. And, you know, if you want to add to that. Yeah, you're right. Um, a lot of things at the end of the day that people will be married and, and there will be buildings. And that is true. Like, everybody right now thinks, oh, the world has been talked about this. Oh, the beginning of time. It's so in the world. It's not coming, you know. But it is. It's here. You can, you can feel it. And like you said earlier, the, everything that's happening today in the news, uh, the uh, stuff is starting to sit in place. Yeah. Especially with, like you said, um, Russia and, um, and Israel and not just that, with North Korea, things are getting crazy. The bombs that they're letting off, yeah. they're letting us know that they're not playing, that they're getting closer than they were ever been able to get closer than before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think many people know that. A lot of stuff that we both found out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jackie, he brought a lot of stuff out in that talk, which I would suggest a lot of people should go and listen to that. Really, really amazing, eye-opening. Yeah. But uh, and once again, the cold stuff is live and well. Uh, it's almost well, even for me, like I say, it's, it's a tight in time. So even I caught myself watching. I like to watch a lot of stuff that's supposed to mm-hmm. But uh, I'm starting. My eyes are starting to be open. I don't mean 
back in the day, 2,000 years ago. I'm talking about in, the, in our generation, you know. Um, there, there was a cult revival going on in the 1800s and uh, early 1900s, but it still wasn't this big. It's now mainstream. You know, you could find this stuff everywhere now. Uh, like I said, the superhero shows, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually do a show breaking down some of the top, uh, the most recent superhero movies and TV shows. Uh, one that we watched the other day, there was a crossover on the CW, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. And we stopped watching those shows since the last season um, because they're basically they promote a lot of the sodomite agenda and feminism and, of course, like I said before, the occult agenda. So we're like, okay, we don't need to watch this anymore. But we said, okay, we like when they do the crossover, so let's, let's check out these shows. And we checked them out, and the, the sodomite agenda was the most heavily influenced part of the show. Men kissing on men, women kissing on women, just as soon as they meet them, just like before. And it, it was just nasty. Nasty. It, it overshadowed everything else, in my opinion. But, but you know, if you didn't see it, maybe your children have seen it, maybe your teenagers, your young adults, who knows, but they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So anyway, as we know, in this superhero genre, a lot of uh, adults are drawn to it uh, because of what they used to watch when they were kids or read in the comic books and stuff like that. So it's no... It's not, it shouldn't be a surprise that somebody like me would watch it, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not drawn to it like I used to be. It used to be, you used to could be able to call me a fanatic, but not one of the heavy ones. I wouldn't dress up as a character or anything like that. Just, I, I like, you know, some of the, the characters. But then when you start looking into what they, where they really come from, uh, the, the portions of history that some of their characterization is, is drawn from, you start to see the demonology, you start to see the occultism, the spiritism, and it's, it's, it's rich and ripe. And of course, it's not just in the superhero genre, it's in the video games, it's everywhere. But anyway. I remember I had the whole TV episode, this Superwoman. The Wonder Woman outfit had the cape, I had it. Yeah. But when I was growing up, it was, it was what was her name? Uh, Linda Carter. Yeah, so it was Linda Carter style. So, you know, at that time, <laughs> a little more innocent. I'm not really up to date with the comic books and all that stuff. I mean, you told me a lot about the stuff and, and the shows you talked about never got into. But um, I know back in the day when you would see, when, like kids, when you would see uh, people, kids, they'd be like, ew, gross, germs. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. like, it's nothing. It's normal. Yeah. And you remember that, uh, you heard about that book they had out at Target. Uh, that little baby book talking about no gender. Yeah. Yeah. So that that right there is showing you where we're at. Yeah. That, that bothers me. And you know, before I, I go, go ahead, Tina. Yes. I'd like to touch on that as well. As you can see, it's not even superhero TV shows. It's any show that you look at now, even Disney Channel, because they want to target the kids, of course, because it's easy to make them, it's, it's actually, they get more desensitized than adults at times because they're growing up into it, so it'll seem like the norm, so that's why you have to really watch out for the kids the most, because it's like, 
sometimes scenes are just so unnecessary. Like, it has nothing to do with the script at all. Like, why did those two guys have to kiss? Mm-hmm. Who are you? I'm, I'm house. Uh, I'm house. Uh, and 
realize the, the I didn't realize the dangers of it. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a real, a real incantation. You know, that's that's the next point I want to hit on because I've seen people Christians now, not the world Christians, glorifying Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I know that why they do this is because they don't see the immediate consequences. They don't see the curse that might come on them. They don't see uh, what God actually thinks about that, you know. And, yes, God has us under grace, but that doesn't mean we go out and do dumb things, right? I mean, if we, if God, if, if we go and jump off of a rock or, or a cliff today, we're still going to die or get broken up, right? So, but God's grace is still on us, right? So we shouldn't use God's grace as a, as a thing to just do stuff that we shouldn't do. In other words, because there are consequences to the sinful acts of man, no matter if you're on the grace or not. Well said, well said. Um, yeah, sometimes it's about us as well when we're too afraid to tell someone. Like, we don't want to seem legalistic or like the party pooper, as they think. Um, Guilty. Like, we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to actually tell them because I'd rather you not like me and know instead of just letting you go to hell. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's better to let them know because, they'll, you know, they'll go like, why didn't you tell me this before? Yeah. Like, it's basically, it's kind of our responsibility. Our responsibility yeah. 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 Well, there's a, there's a term in the world. I'm going to say it in another way. I'm not going to say it the real way. The term is, it just got real. Those out there in the world know what I'm talking about, what I'm saying. It just got real. So, when... You, if you're if you're a sinner, you die, you go to hell. It just got real. It just got real. Okay, when you're a sinner and you come to Christ, it just got real. But then when we get our glorified body and we're with Christ in the millennial kingdom and after, it really gets real. All the promises that Jesus Christ has put in front of us. Just really, I mean, we're 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 banking on faith, on hope. When Jesus Christ comes, the hope is done. It's here. It's finished. There's no more hope because everything that He's promised is now fulfilled. You know, and so let's let's, let's take let's take it take a step back now. If it just got real, what what about when you just you know you're laying in bed and you get a demonic attack, something trying to hold you down or have sex with you or stuff like that? You open that door through this entertainment or any other means. It could be a Ouija board or you just going into somewhere that's demonically charged. I know these terms might seem foreign to some people, but it's not like I'm over here teaching demonology. This is just what happens. It happened to me when I was younger, listening to the, a lot of secular music. Most uh, most of it was hip-hop and Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, I, I can name a thousand groups. Some of them you probably never heard of. And I used to listen to underground artists regular artists, uh, pop stars, whatever. But it was this particular group that I was listening to, uh, Wu-Tang Clan and RZA, Jizza, and all those people, Method Man, and I started getting demonically oppressed. Many people out there are probably like, ah, no, not Wu-Tang. Well, guess what? They're not Christians, so, and they follow some sort of spirit, right? So who knows what type of things they're praying over their music uh, a lot of them are into Buddhism and all types of ism and Islam. So guess what? There's a spirit behind the music. And it's not necessarily you being attacked by a demon or held down. It could be mentally, oppressed, it could be uh, oppressed. You know, mm-hmm. you could get depressed. 
and it can be, um, like I said, it can be a mental thing. That's what most of us go through. Mm-hmm. And it can go on to our children or to our partner, whatever. Um, it could be addiction. It can, it can attack you in many ways, not just with a uh, being held down in bed, which is right. scary. Mm-hmm. But so you know, let people not think, oh, I'm getting a pre-. no. It can come in many forms, yeah. many ways. Yeah, he's a deceiver. He's a mm-hmm. deceiver, mm-hmm. and he's he's been doing this a long time, and he knows the sweet spots that we like, and he'll work and play on that. So. You're right. Like I said, all the music you listen to, and I listen to it nonstop. Mm-hmm. But it didn't hold, it didn't affect me that way. But I guarantee you, affect me in other ways. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, gin and juice, like we're talking about. Yeah. I, I didn't even was into gin, but started drinking Tanqueray. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, that, yeah. and just started, and I'm doing the bloods. I don't, I don't smoke weed, but I now smoke the bloods. You yeah. know, it just, mm-hmm. and you're not knowing, you know, and St. Ives, what the heck? Because yeah. IQ was on the on thing the with St. Ives, and exactly. now we're all drinking St. Yeah. Ives. It was those, those people poured money yeah. into that, and plus it was part of the culture. Yeah, exactly. So some of the guys were, were yeah. coming and talking about St. Ives, yeah. and then St. Yeah. Ives started pouring money into the videos, yeah. and then guess what? They got rich because the, the people that are, 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 are influencers that don't even want to be the um, more role model. They, they, they don't want to be they, – they don't want to be a role model. But they are your role model. You know, when uh, Tom Cruise was in that movie with the Ray-Ban glasses, uh, what's it uh, called? Risky Business, yeah. right? Ray-Ban got rich off of that. Yeah. Rich. I mean, they're already rich, but they right. got it exploded. Yeah. They had to make That's more Ray-Ban. Okay? Yeah. So these, 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 they, it, what I'm trying to say is they have influence over culture. Listen, R&B singers didn't want to do anything with rap artists before. And now they have to. Yeah. Okay? That's influence. Japan, Germany, China, and Africa all do hip-hop now. Before it was unheard of. What is this thing? Get it out of my house. Yeah. Just like when rock and roll came out. Right, right, right. right. Rock and roll was a big influence on our culture, and so is hip-hop. No, you can't go anywhere now. Not even in country music and not hear hip-hop. You can't. On your... Uh, even on your soap operas, come on, soap operas, it, it's influences everywhere. When Run DMC, Public Enemy, and them would go to concerts, most of the concert goers would be white, not black. <laughs> so it has influence on everyone, you know. So, uh, what else did they influence with? Influence? Oh, uh, when Crisscross when they came out, they uh, had they had the backward pants. Yeah, you know, and we started doing it. Yes, just that's embarrassing. I'm <laughs> and then um, MC Hammer, MC Hammer, MC Hammer came out with the balloon. Oh, band. stop it! I was guilty again. And we, you know, we we see people that are called stars, and we love what they what they the the, the fashion style or whatever they're bringing, and we follow it. Let's let's get a little further. The sagging of the pants below the waist. And showing your drawers. That's mm-hmm. huge now, even on, among white people. Yeah. So that comes from the jailhouse and from the and from the slave uh, plantation where you show that you're available. Uh, all right, so the whole point is that entertainment has influence over everything. You know, uh, advertisers spend billions of dollars. Uh, I think it's around the tune of $30 billion a year 
to advertise to us, whether it's through internet marketing, uh, TV, radio, you name it, right? And so the culture markets to us too. I think we were talking about the uh, the pants sagging and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it came from slaves and, and the prison yard. And so it's, it's letting people know that you are available. Men. Uh, letting other men know they're available. What is this? You know, uh, you want to, you want your kids to walk out the house like that? You know, they turn into a fashion statement where you wear uh, colorful drawers like um, Tommy Hilfiger or something to match with your jeans and your shirt to let, to let other people know you're available. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the Tommy, remember Tommy Hilfiger overall? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that you can't go and buy fancy underwear. Right, right, right. But, but what, what is the decency in showing people your underwear? That's not decent. And I, I've seen people, and excuse me, this is going to be gross for some of you listeners. I've seen people with skid marks showing it up. It's just nasty. It's nasty. Anybody got to, anything to say about that? Well, I would say, yeah, yeah, I would say you didn't have a friend or a mirror, because the mirror should have showed him that, and the friend should have told him. <laughs> <laughs> you can have fun to see people think, you know, uh, oh, you're more of a price than <laughs> My son calls a sheep. Yes, I am a sheep. Hey, well, Jesus Christ calls a sheep, yeah, you know. I'm proud to be a sheep. But you know what? We do act like sheep, yeah. because sheep, they'll do the dumbest thing. And as a Christian, I've done some dumb things, dumb, dumb, dumb. But uh, Christ has matured me uh, through his word, through good teaching, like Pastor Billy and others. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad for his grace on my life. And um, everyone that's in this car, we all have a story to tell, you know. And the, the most important thing is that we're following Christ. We're following Christ all the way to the end. Um but, you know, back to the influence on our culture, um, or the way the culture influences us, really, because um, we we take bits and pieces of our culture into our, let's just say, religious activity, our way of life, even into our personal relationship with Christ. Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit lives in us. The Old Testament people didn't have that. Yes, the... Yes, the, the Holy Spirit would fall on someone in in a certain matter, in a certain like Samson and um, what's the other one? Samuel and uh, Saul, I believe. David, 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 and they, but they, he wasn't indwelled in them. So we're unique. So as Christians, so when we go into our sinful activities, the knowingly sinful activities, we take God along with us. That that should that should be a, a, a you know something to wake up to. You know, okay, so you like this w- woman or guy and oh I can't help it. I can't control my myself, my flesh, let's go fornicate. You taking God to do it with you. Think about that. I never thought about it like that. This oh, is the, yeah. this is the same God that detested, that <laughs> that calls out fornication as one of you know one of the previous sins. Uh, it's, 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 equated, it's, it's equated to idolatry. Uh, what is idolatry? Idolatry is worship of 
uh, obviously an idol, a demon, or a false uh, god, false god. So now you've made yourself a false god because you're fornicating. You're worshiping yourself, in other words, because you're doing what the flesh wants. You're doing what self wants. Anybody have anything to add on to that? I've never heard it explained like that. So Chris, you kind of stumped me right there. Um, yeah, um, it's also a connection as well. You're not just sleeping with someone and that's it. Like, you're connected now. And everyone that you sleep with, you're all connected now. That's why um, marriage is so important. And a lot of people now don't even want to get married. They're like, oh, I don't want to be tied down legally. Well, that's nothing. If you're a Christian, you should know better. Because the Bible clearly says that you need to be married. You can't just go fornicating with everyone. Like, you can easily just leave that person as well. Like, there's divorces too, but it's, it's where, like, you actually have to try to mend the relationship. If you're not married, you can easily just call it quits, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's why people love shacking up together. I mean, that's, that's the way I see that's that, but the world provides that excuse. Well, when I watched, uh, remember when we watched a few episodes of Arrow the other day, and um, I think uh, Flash, they were just moving in with each other, <laughs> left and right. You did the young couples, the old couples. No one was getting married. And then after they had their fun, or oh, one of them got pregnant, they were like, oh, I, I think it'd be we could be she get married now and. Such a beautiful thing. Well, you could have done that before, you know. Uh, <laughs> it, it's like the world. That, well, Satan. He puts in a plan to, to to actually have things flipped on his head. So God says, get married first, then have sex, and have kids. Uh, sex was sex was made for our, our enjoyment, but not out of the context of marriage. But ultimately, sex is made for procreation. You know. Uh, and that's why man now is trying to even erase sex. Think about that. They want they want to start genetically modifying babies and tubes and uh, all virtual sex. Also, they're destroying the image of God. You know. But but back to the the aspects of relationship. Um, there was one scene in the, the Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash crossover. Uh, crisis on Earth X. They had a scene. Well, Flash, uh, Barry Allen and his and his girlfriend, who are living together, <laughs> um, were trying to get married, and things kept getting in the way, and you know some corny things, but whatever. And then Arrow and his girlfriend, or who are just getting back together, were trying to get married, but she embarrasses him in a group of friends saying, I don't want to marry you. But by the end of the show, Barry, Flash, and his girlfriend are getting married um, by one of their friends that's ordained, whatever. And now Arrow, his woman, says, will you marry me? She's doing the part of the man. She's asking him now, just cause. She just changes her mind, but now she she's the one extend, extending the invitation instead of the man. So what's there? It's flipped on its head. Feminism has taken over. 
And these are the things getting pushed toward all the time. But even so, more now than ever. There, there, there are women out there that are now asking men to be engaged. Look it up online. You'll see. And, and some of you might, might get a little upset at what I'm saying, but it's not the order that God put it in place. The man is the leader. The man leads. The man acts. The man searches it out. Go ahead. Um, so would that be wrong? I mean, um, I, 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 one thing I will never ask a man to marry me. Hello. I'm still old school. But so um, is it not, uh, would that not be considered a, uh, a legitimate marriage if it was done that way? I was trying to say, like, so I mean, it's never heard of a woman that's doing that. It's all right. that. I mean, so if a woman does ask a man to marry him, but you know what, Chris? The people are so the, the generation today is so messed up. <laughs> exactly. I just, you know, I just. Yeah. The reason it's so messed up that yeah. you would never hear the lonely gentleman. I ain't gonna ask no man to marry me. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's 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 put this back even ten, twenty years ago, right? That that short space of time. Yeah. I've never heard of a woman asking a man to marry her. Never. And if a man didn't do it, right? Outside of outside of the, the areas of right. already living together right. and all the stuff, right. if a man didn't do it, he was looked at like a, yeah. what are you? You know, a milk toast. You know, you're not a man. <laughs> you're not leading the way. You're not taking charge. That's what men do. And so, <laughs> it, it doesn't make it legitimate. I wouldn't say it doesn't make it legitimate, no, but it's just it's just yeah. backwards. Yeah. Back to the crisscross pants. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, right. if things if they put like this. If things are, are continually taken out of their context, we could do anything. Sodomite marriages, next we'll be marrying adults and kids. The next thing we'll be marrying animals. You know, there are people out there that really love their animals. But there's some out there that really love their animals a little bit too much, you know. And these 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 animals that have no voice. You know, I was I was playing with my dog last night and, and trying to examine him to see if he needed to you know go out or you know, and he's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" You know. But I know he he doesn't know what I'm doing. So imagine if uh, someone takes advantage of that. And get the animal involved. That's why it's an abomination to the Lord. You know? All these things we're talking about. So the, the devil has a plan for your mind. That, that plan for your mind is to take away what God has ordained. And what, what, when, we, when, when God talks in the Bible, he talks about renewing your mind. Why? Because this world is disgusting it's just evil we've been taught the opposite of what god wants us to be that's why we have to re we have to read our bible daily so we can know the heart of god so we can know how he wants us to live how he wants us to raise our kids how he wants the way they should go so they won't turn from it so imagine if we're in, uh, bombarding ourselves with the world for eight hours a day whether we're in school or uh, how many hours of TV we watch 
or how many hours of video games we play, it's a bombardment nonetheless of the evil one. And I know people are going to say, oh, why are you getting legalistic? You said I can't play a video game? No. I play video games. I watch movies. I watch TV shows. Um, but I'm telling you now, I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And when I say that, I'm not talking about my salvation. I'm talking about the things that I ingest. So if you don't know how to control that, I, I, know, I know some people right now, they got like 100 movies on their hard drive. And it's, some, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know? It's like most of the movies are rated R. Uh, so, okay, if most of the movies are rated R, then you can approximate the thinking of, okay, most of it is filth because it's cursing, sex, violence, and everything that God doesn't want us to really be putting on our mind. doesn't mean that the PG-13 or the PG movies are innocent, but the rated R are pretty much worse, right? But then you have to also look at PG-13, some of those are now like rated R movies back in the 80s. Things have changed. Yeah, because you got F-bombs dropping in uh, in some of these movies, the PG-13 movies now. But, but cheap showing. Now, that's another thing. I'm sorry. I got I to gotta touch this one for a minute. Am I talking too long? No, no. <laughs> so, Thor Ragnarok. Why did they have to show the butt cheeks of the Incredible Hulk? Why is the portal called the devil's anus? Why do they keep talking about this stuff that's so homo? In X-Men um, Days of Future Past, they have Wolverine showing his butt cheeks. It used to be you would see flashes of a woman's part to arouse the flesh. But now it's a lot of men's stuff. Because people, see, people don't believe there's a sodomite agenda to turn you into this some sort of thinking to normalize it. But if anybody else wants to talk, go ahead. I totally agree. I I want to touch on this one. Uh, Jesus Christ has used as a curse word. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys know it, but it is. Everywhere. Shows I've watched. There's one I've been, well, the other day, uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, my goodness. I I was like, okay, now it's starting to bother me. Like, I mean, every, 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 every one, I mean, it's constantly just like, like, and no, it bothered me. Like, yeah. I was there, I was like, whoa. I mean, and I was like, don't make me want to, don't make me have a gosh darn it. Because, you know, it was just like, whoa. And also, like, uh, I was getting ready for your stay, and I, I, my show Vikings is back on. Mm -hmm. So I literally, because I'm not the same person I was just three months ago, okay, yeah. when it comes to TV watching, thank you, Chris. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there was a part where it was a sex scene, and I literally covered my face up with my makeup mirror. But like I was like, but I was like, oh wait a minute! And then I was like, what are you doing? But I was like, but that shows me how I'm being. God is changing you. Changing me, and stuff like that wouldn't bother me. Like I said, just like three months ago, it wouldn't have bothered me at all. But I, mm -hmm. I was like, I, you know, did like with you know when I was little, my mom used to cover my eyes, but I could still hear it. But you know, one of those moves. But I was like, wow, I would. That bothered me too. Yeah. So there's things, and I, I totally agree with you. So here's the thing. And just to bring things into perspective, if something wasn't wrong, God wouldn't bother you about it. I mean, sometimes God is bothering us about something, that, and we don't really realize he is. But then there's those times when we like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't feel right about this right here. And you know it's God, because only God gives us the power 
to even withstand that. I mean, yeah, there's some people in the world that don't go for certain things morally, you know, and that's still God. That's that's still God working on them, you know. Um, but there's a moral compass to this whole world, and it's written on everyone's heart, and it's called the Ten Commandments. You don't steal, you don't lie, you don't uh, cover your neighbor's things, and everything that God's talking about in the Ten Commandments. And you want to, yeah, you want to um, heed to the Word of God, heed to His calling, what His Spirit is telling you, because it's important, especially if you're not saved. If you're not saved, you're already, Satan already owns you. And people think, oh, they go into the music industry and the entertainment industry and they sell their souls. Really? Well, the Bible tells you that Satan already has you. So selling your soul is inconsequential. Because you can't sell your soul.
So you got to realize that the, the whole movement is not anything new, like I said before. So, and now when it comes to Black Lives Matter, that's being funded by George Soros, and it basically feeds off the energy of the slave movement, which is continually reminding the black community. In, in entertainment, they're always being reminded about it with movies like Detroit or 12 Years a Slave, you name you name it, Roots, all this stuff. It's like 10 years can't go by without you being reminded about it, you know? And you know, what, like, and when it, when it comes to people's memory, when when your memory is called back, recalled, it's like it just happened yesterday. Especially when it's put in film format. So, and then you have this stuff going on with some of the cops um, doing what they're doing. That doesn't, you know, do much to quell, <laughs> you know, the fire. You know, and you st some of the the incidents that happened, it, it's not what people think. They were being lied to by the media. And other things, it was it was definitely some some bad stuff going on with these cops. But at the same time, we have to always go back into the black community and see what's happening within that, because there's a lot going on there that's not being said on the media, the black on black crime, the abortions, and so on, and so on, and so on, the education, and it's not just the black community community, I know that, I know that, but within the black community, the black on black crime is massive more than any other community, any other community. So, <laughs> people need to get their bearings straight when it comes to this stuff. Go ahead. Yeah. I, feel, I feel agree, and I just think, as, 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 as a black community, as much as we've been through, uh, you would think you would get it by now. Um, oh, you think you would get it by now. It's just, it's, um, it's embarrassing. And it's, uh, you know, we keep on for the okie doke. We've been going through, what was it, the Panthers before that? It was, uh, we were slaves. It, it, it's just one thing after another, after another. And a lot of them claim to be Christian. And the deception is real. And I just don't get it either, just like you said. It's, it's, it's pointless. It's senseless. It's like, um, uh, being in it on a rock. Everybody's the history of peace itself. You don't know your past. Yeah. You don't know your so it's a continuation, but we also know this is a plan of the enemy. Confusion, division. And right now we're doing a pretty good job at it. Oh I'd like to add on to that. Regardless of how many movements we have, no one will ever let me take that. Everyone will never be on the same page until Jesus Christ comes back. It doesn't matter what you think. No one will ever be at peace until God comes back because he's going to bring that peace. So it sounds bad, but that's the reality. We just have to try and save as many people as we can. We don't save them. God does, but we can give them the information. But you can't, no one will ever be on the same page. It just doesn't work like that. Or else that would actually be a miracle, but it will never happen without God. Right. And yes, that's the whole point uh, of "Don't Let Them Burn" is to save the lost, sow the seed, and the seed is the word of God. I'm not talking about money. The 
seed is the word of God. You find that in your Bibles if you look. Um, so, yes, this world is, again, it's fallen, and the only one that will bring it to total redemption is Jesus Christ. Man is looking for peace from a super president, and this has been being looked for for decades now. Go online and you'll find the evidence. Uh, they're looking for a world leader that will bring this place, uh, take it out of the chaos that is, is going to be manufactured, right? So they're going to wait for this leader to come, the whole world, to get it all together into a one world government under a one real world economic system, religious system, and unfortunately, that man that they're waiting on is not Jesus Christ. But when Jesus Christ comes, all of that will be broken, done with. And you want to be on the right side continually. I want to thank you for listening to this program. I know the audio is a little weird, but we're on the road. So, um, thank you again for listening, and don't let them burn. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates.